squad leaders, we've picked up a new group of signals. Enemy fighters coming your way. Permission to jump in the next wing and blow something up? Permission granted. everybody welcome to the steel city squadron podcast uh episode four which we are affectionately calling a new ace so my name is drew uh i am your host for today's episode and pretty much what i'd love to fly is first order empire and i have definitely dived headfirst into the deep end of the scum pool god i do not want to get out of it uh, moving on, we got Dan. Hey guys, this is Daniel. I'm uh, I'm our resident scum. Uh, I also fly Rebels, lots of Imperials, Bitter Republic, dipping my uh, my toes into the uh, the CIS, but I just don't like droids very much. I just don't touch the sequel factions. No resistance, no first order. <laughs> All right, Chucky. <laughs> Hey, I'm Chuck. Uh, I will fly anything except the worst order. So, we'll just go. <laughs> we, we won't hold that against you whenever we roll the galaxy again. Well, you shall see. <laughs> Nick? Hey, hey, everyone. I'm Nick. Uh, and I fly Rebels, Resistance, and First Order. But for the last month, I've been flying pretty much Separatist only. And for those of you that don't know, Nick is also the Duke of Hobbies. Follow him on YouTube and Twitch. Hello. <laughs> all right. And all the other places you follow people at. Yeah, don't you have like a YouTube or something? I do have a YouTube. I also have a, yeah. I even have a Twitter, but I'm never on it. But, <laughs> but we have a Twitter. They should follow we us on Twitter. Yes, yes, we do have a Twitter. At, S- at Steel City Squadron Podcast. Or yes. at SCS Podcast. That's what it is. SCS podcast. All right. So today's episode is going to be a something that's a very hotly debated topic. Uh, what is an ace? Uh, right now, you know, we just want to go through what our personal views are of what an ace is uh, and a couple of examples of who kind of fits that mold to us. Um, I grew up in a very military family, so I'm looking at the literal definition of an ace somebody who can get those kills um an ace is somebody who's five or more kills so right now i got darth vader himself the dark lord he's able to fly in pretty much most situations with just about minimal uh active mods he has three force so Yes, you're going to be using them a little bit to get your other actions, but the fact that you could literally spend all three of them to do every action on your bar gives him a very um, almost, I don't want to quite say cagey, but he does have that survivability 
and target lock is just about the only thing you need. Uh, second on my list is recoil and the tie silencer. He has that. Okay, Dan. Uh, no, no, go, has... go ahead. He has that double reposition ability that can help trigger his own um, his own ability, which is when you're stressed, uh, you can treat any you can treat your uh, arc as or your bullseye as your full arc um, at range zero to one. So that's great for pretty much anything that requires bullseye only. The second one. And this one I'm going to leave up for debate is quick draw. Uh, he can be made an ace, but he definitely needs help. Um, we're going to get into that argument a bit later of um, what you need to bring to the table or what you need to add on. Uh, Nick, I got you up next, buddy. All right. Well, I like to go a different route. I What I define as an ace is a ship or uh, or a pilot that can be like your end game piece or just kind of as Sean Connery put it self-reliant um, and so this you know this unit that can be by themselves and you know get the job done for you you know be that as a distraction or a actually taking out the enemy ships it you know it's it's the role that you want it to fill but um, you know it's something a singular, pilot or ship uh so who fits the bill one of the best one of the best aces i believe uh to fit that bill is actually lando uh in the yt 1300 uh i think it's, he's an awesome rebel lando is an awesome example of uh of this self uh, self-reliant ace who because of his double actions uh and he can give that to himself and kind of can also be a support on on the other end we'll get into that portion of that later um another great example of this is kylo ren in the tie silencer uh he to to me uh is this really interesting you know he he can has his double uh reposition but he also has his passive mods too uh he you know so he's kind of like a weird version of, you know, Sunterfell. And I know Dan's going to get into that later. Cough, cough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think he's he's another one of those pilots who, you know, just can be out there almost completely naked, uh, you know, not have any real mods and be very effective all on his own. Uh, but then uh, by third ship that fits this example is actually his is his father uh mr han solo uh in the uh the rebel version of him uh i think he's an awesome example of that ace he's you know he's this i6 who's going out there uh and he only even though he really only gets one action he's avoiding arcs as a large base ship yet because of his ability and the way he actually you have to fly him like an ace too uh because you have to be able to avoid rocks or i mean you could go over them if you want to but the you know his ability pairs so well with you know bobbing and weaving through the asteroid field and getting these modded secretly modded shots off on your opponent uh so yep yeah, those are my examples of this of a self-reliant or my definition of an ace. Alrighty, Dan, what you got? Look, we can just end this whole episode, make it super short. There's one ace. 
there's the king of ace, the legend, Sinterfell. So an ace is somebody, and, and, I, and I have a precise definition that I'll... Ah, fuck it. I'll talk about it now. There I go. <laughs> there again, it is I, again. Here's the one F-bomb we are allowed. <laughs> can, can you let someone else waste it at one point? <laughs> I, I'll try, guys. I'll try. Um, so the, the, the definition, my definition that I operate on for an ace is basically they need to be somebody who can either double reposition and then still mod either for offense or defense or reposition and then have double mods that they can burn on either offense or defense. So it's as broad as I could get to because there are a couple, uh, I mean, I'll joke about Sunter being the, the best ace and he really is. Uh, in the hands of, of a really good Sunter pilot, you're never getting a shot on him and he is just going to wreck your squad no matter what it what your squad is. But there are a couple other aces. Um, I really like Fen for an ace and he fills those same categories. It's the, the the sort of the subtext of my definition is that that double reposition or single reposition into a double mod, um, there is somebody who's depending on going last or after most of the rest of the, their enemies, which I'll, we'll get to later. Uh, but they're depending on that. I, I Nick, I really like your call for Han in the Rebel Falcon because he does the same thing. He leverages going last to get the better position that he needs for offensive or defensive mods. So Fen, Fen has that with the combination of his ability, where he rolls an extra die at range one, and the combination of Fearless, where if he's facing you, he's automatically hitting you. And if you're in range one, or if you have him in your arc at range one, Concordia face-off is giving him the extra um, evade uh, conversion. So... Uh, those are my two ace calls right now. I, I do want to highlight in this section, there is somebody who is often talked about as an ace who is not an ace because he does not fit this definition. And I, I hope whatever definition we all agree on later also excludes Wedge. Wedge is an amazing ship. He has an amazing ability. He is not an ace. That's that's my that's my statement. I'm sticking to it. Back right, to you. That, that's, your, uh, that's your hill and you're going to die upon it. <laughs> Drew, you know me. I die on a lot of hills. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chuck, what you got, buddy? Um, well, since I drew the last straw, I'm, there's a lot less aces to talk about now, especially since <laughs> I lost Suntir Fell, which was he he is the ace in X Wing. There's Suntir Fell, and then everyone else is just pretending. So, <laughs> see, see, Chuck agrees with me. But. Given that, I, I do think there's there's two more that are worth mentioning and, and bring out ace-like play, which to me is a ship that you can basically put it up toe-to-toe -to -toe with your opponent's list and be like, I can fly around this and fight it almost single-handedly by itself. Um, by either A, repositioning around it, avoiding getting shot, while as all of you previously mentioned, still being able to modify its own attacks, uh, avoiding arcs with those repositions and 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 or modifying their defense. Uh, so it's just it's it's one of those in a broad way ship that's going to be able to just take on all comers. And what I got left what was not already mentioned, I think Plo, Mister Plot Harmer himself. 
Did I say Plo? You did. You said Plo again. You said Plo. I mean, Poe. I mean, Order 66 got to one of those. Yeah. Order 66 killed Plo, and he's not an ace. And and it killed him in midair, too. Yeah, midair. The only one in the uh, Delta 7. Yeah. So he's really bad in his ship. But anyway. (laughs) Poe. Mr. Plot Armor. That's what I meant to say. Poe. Poe Dameron. Uh, I think he can be a very good ace. Uh, I, I There's reasons why you probably don't see him a lot as an ace in the game right now, but I think he could do it uh, in the resistance faction. Uh, and then another one I think we have to see is Anakin in the Delta 7. Uh, I think he's got a pretty good kit with everything in there that he can be an ace in that ship as well with his I-6 and his ability. Uh, I will say Anakin in the Y, that's not an ace. He becomes something completely different. But the um, Y, not. Because it's a Y wing. <laughs> y wings are not allowed to be ace wings. It's, just, it's not. Um, and then just to clear it up with with our crazy group of people that play in the store legions, Oddball <laughs> is not an ace, will never be an ace. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many ships he's put in. He's just cannon fodder. One of these days, FFG will get him in the right ship. They'll just, you know, we'll eventually see Oddball in one of those ships. I mean, hey, maybe he'll be a pilot for the lat, and and maybe he'll be awesome. (laughs) I mean, a fourth Oddball? Do we really need a fourth Oddball? Yeah, I'm actually mad he's not in a Delta 7. They really just need to keep printing him on every ship they ever put in the Galactic Republic. <laughs> they just... All right. Like eventually, in a card pack, they need to put him in a Delta Seven for whatever reason. But world's uh, prize wall. Yeah, world's prize wall. I'd go. For... I, I would just go to worlds just to pick up a Delta Seven oddball. The, the, I, so the, yeah. the important part there, and we're way off track. If we get a Delta Seven oddball card. The evade still needs to be purple, and he doesn't have a force. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. All right, so Don. All right, so here's where we're going to get into that really, I, I don't want to quite call it heated, but we are going to take four different opinions of what an ace is. And God, I can't believe I actually typed this down and agreed to it. We are going to make ace by committee. We are going to define an ace by committee. So, I mean, guys, throw out what you got, what you truly feel an ace should be, what it's supposed to bring to the table. Let's see if we can get any points. Uh, Nick, you actually threw a a poll up to our local group. So why don't you go ahead? Okay, yeah. Uh, Yeah, thanks, Drew. Uh, So... Uh, real quick, before I get into the poll, I have one counter argument to Sinterfell, because I know this is going to be a heated one. He's not oh, canon anymore. Oh, so? <laughs> no. Getting below the belt. Yeah, no, that was. because he's even more legendary that he's in Legends now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> All right, no, so yeah, uh, I, I did throw up a poll for our, our local group, and I, I you know, I... I put some options in there and it was not really to see what the options, you know, what people would pick, pick in the options. Uh, 
But I was really interested in actually seeing what people would type in the comments. And we had some awesome comments. Uh, shout out to Rhett. He, he put up a, a couple really good posts in there. Um, you know, I think uh, Alfred also too. Ryan, um, you know, well, Joe, Joe brought up someone who we've all disagreed already kicked out but um, it's kind of odd a little bit of a ball <laughs> yeah uh, red the ace of legend yes our, our baron <laughs> our baron of, of the berg himself berg red uh he does he brings up an interesting point he you know he he his criteria uh is anyone that's uh five and six and up uh and they get their ability a lot basically their ending is a, about two actions uh and flexibility in final position so, uh, and he, he went into a lot more detail there too, but, uh, for him, you know, one of those is, uh, uh, uh you know, it actually excludes, uh, Vader by his definition, uh, also wedge, uh, and he gives him another nickname, but, you know, so Rhett, uh, you know, provided some pretty good th talks there. And I think there were some really good, interesting points made in there. And I think actually a lot of it does align with. Uh, you know, I think Dan, Chuck, and I, and Drew too, a little bit. I think all th all three of us, all four of us, uh, hit something on the head there, which was we like to see some independence in the ships themselves. Um, you know, even if they're even if they're you know like someone that can kill like Vader, uh, or you know double reposition like Sinterfell, uh, or you know get out of dodge like Han and Poe, uh, you know, it's these these guys who, you know, these ships, these pilots that can, uh, you know, be on their own. So that's, you know, my big thing. I think that's uh, an important factor for these aces. They're, you know, they, they and I think some of the answers that we got from the Facebook poll kind of bring towards towards that opinion also. All right. There's a, a few. I, I saw that poll myself and there's a few really good comments um and and i was in the discussion i i have opinions on on individual pilots like vader and the aforementioned wedge where those two in particular i i don't put them in ace categories like i don't put them in a, as an ace per se um because the, i feel those two in particular is more of them they just lean too heavy on offense vader and wedge that i put them in more as a hammer and then you have the rest of your list to be the anvil and them to just hammer away at stuff but they're eventually gonna you're i in the game of x-men you're eventually gonna lose them just they're gonna pour on the offense so well it almost makes them ace like but they're gonna go out in a burning blaze of blaze of glory um pretty much and that's why i i kind of exclude them from ace talk because because of that well is is it and, and you know chuck is it is it possibly because that maybe everyone sees these guys out there these pilots such as wedge and vader and they're like i have to go for them and you know does that really hinder them it, it does because you do have to well, you do have to go for them but the point why I don't put them in ace categories because is people are going to gun for them. And like, if you, if you did this to like a soon tier fell or even like a Poe or an Anakin, 
uh, they're they're gonna be like, all right, you're gunning for me. Let me get shifty and get out of the way, so that their offense is not doing is doing minimal. But if you do that with a Vader or a Wedge, you're actually doing a disservice to your rest of your list because then your offense is severely lacking. Because their bread and butter is punching people in the face, like they're fist fighters. So eventually, I I just I feel like you're you're not flying it to its full effectiveness then. All right. So uh, for the sake of arguments, Chuck, since you've been pretty much the most vocal about this right now, give me like three bullet points if you can. You know, what can what is an ace supposed to bring to a list? I mean, the high initiative is going to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna you're gonna be wanting to move last, and then have the the ability to act upon that with repositioning. Um, and I'm trying to look at it as a baseline. Like you you can definitely make certain ships be more AC. Uh, Vader himself, when you put like afterburners and things on him, and then he can do everything. Um, you can be a little bit more AC with him, but then you got to have that like reposition ability be and the shiftiness to move yourself and your arc your firing arc around and i don't mean by like turret though some people like like uh nick said with like han solo you can just rotate but most of the time it's it's bending that arc to to get out of someone's arc and then into yours i I, i'm more thematic like if you think of it as a more of like a top gun kind of atmosphere like idea where a soon tier fell or a poe is going to be that guy that's going to be like let me let me boost and barrel roll and then i'm out of your arc but then i've got range one on you and i'm rolling four crits into you somehow like but <laughs> wait but that's, you're so that's to, your soon to fell rules red dice mine just dies uh. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that that happened to me with a lot of interceptors today in a, in a practice yep. game. Uh, well, Dan, since you took soon tier, guess what, buddy? You're up. Give me three points. I mean, I, I'm going to stand by the definition I called earlier. I think either double reposition and a mod or reposition and a double mod. So basically, I, to, to bring it back to, to some of the things we were talking about, um, I don't think you can be an ace below initiative five because you're not reliably moving after most of the rest of the ships on the board. Uh, so calling out so, some aces that we haven't talked about yet that I think fit the bill and that we can sort of try our definitions on for size. Um, look at Luke and look at Guri. So Luke with those soft mods of the force and the fact that he regens force defensively every time he gets shot. Um, if you give him, if you flip that, the S foils closed uh, you have boost accessible to you, uh, but even if you leave it open, you have the barrel roll. Um, you have some soft mods. Um, I think he's, even if he's not a full ace, I, I would put him sort of in the running. Um, Guri is also a great example, uh, even with or without afterburners, uh, with or without advanced sensors. I know we're going to talk about mods later, but I just want sort of to have these in in our minds as we're defining this. The fact that she can reposition hard with those bendy barrel rolls are like they are so disgustingly good for getting around ships um but that that amazing reposition and then having 
not even not even just getting a free mod for being close, but getting a mod she doesn't have on her action bar. She gets a free focus token, not an action, not a calculate like she has. She gets a free token. Um, anyway, so I, I know it's not exact bullet points, but I'm going to stand by the definition. I think it fits most of the people we've talked about for aces, and I think it does us at least a starting point. All right, uh, Nick, what you got? All right, so I would, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something that maybe is a little different. Is I think they have to have acts, they have to have built-in boost because I think boost hmm. is one of those actions that throws. And I'll put an exception there, except for the Star Viper and and the um, the Phantom, because. Because I think I that mean, the, Star, the Star Viper has boost. It does have boost, but it has that special barrel. Um, okay. And, and the the Phantom has decloaking capabilities, but th that's my only exceptions. The but the main thing is that boost action is huge, and for sh certain ships, uh, we we've talked about Fen. We you know we haven't even brought up Boba yet. Uh, these these Not guys. I think <laughs> I think it uh, I think that boost is huge because it allows them to really change their board state um, more than a barrel. I think the barrel is very effective, but it's not as effective as a boost. Uh, and, you know, that's why I'll go back to Han uh, and Lando. They have that boost and they can just, you know, all of a sudden they just really move on the board because they're large base. Um, you know, and again, I'd say also with Soontir uh, and Kylo uh, that, you know, it, it just you, you can use it to either engage more dramatically or you can get it you know, or, you know, engage even better or disengage entirely. Um, the other thing I would have to say is uh, the, I think portion of it is the ship has to even if the pilot, even if a mistake is made, there is some built in recovery. Uh, two guys that fit that really well again is Suntir and Han. Uh, you know, like they can bump, uh, but Han can still fire. You know, still most likely attack, but and get to reroll his dice even on offense and defense if you're range zero or you know close to obstacles. Suntir, you might actually intentionally fly right into your opponent. Which is just crazy, right? Because it's Suntir. He uh, he just flew into someone and obtained bullseye, get a free focus, and take out the guy behind him, behind the ship that you bumped into. If that's not a great example of an ace play right there, I don't know what is. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think I, those are my and, and again and but that also kind of leans back into this self-reliance, the self-sustaining aspect of them uh, you know so again i would agree with luke on that uh, and i throw boba in this because of this they can get in and they are they have a lot of these built-in passive mods or these ways to ways to just to feel like they're they're a step above all the other pilots even if you know something's not 100 percent going their way so <laughs> since we're there since you brought up boba I, I, you, you guys know we did a whole podcast on how much I love Boba Fett. Yeah. He's not an ace. He's no, <laughs> he is not an ace because even, even though he's great on his own, 
he falls into that same wedge and Vader category. He's a hammer. He's He wants to be in there. He wants to be pounding on people. He doesn't want to disengage. I really, Chuck, Chuck called it earlier, I really like this idea, like, these ships that don't want to disengage, they're not aces. Aces want to be able, want to have that turn where they turn out, they get out of the fight, and they come back in for their perfect shot. That, that's my word. Well, right. uh, the one the one reason why I would disagree. <laughs> all right, I'm going to disagree with this one. This is this is. I believe Boba is an ace, and that is actually because I've seen some great play where someone will, you know, they'll use slave one. He's moving uh-huh. at I five. Go the opposite way, and you know yeah. because they get that rear arc, get the shoot still, do some good damage, and not get shot at. Not many other, not many other ships can do that still out there. That can dis, it fully, you know, be not in arc, still get the shoot. Only a few are out there that I believe that can actually do that kind of aspect. And Boba, Boba exemplifies that. He's the perfect example of a tricky, tricky ace. Well, well, let me jump in here real quick because I have I haven't even give my my three points yet. So stop hijacking my show, damn it! Um, So stop having controversial shows. (laughs) So honestly, I think I'm uh, to borrow a phrase from Chuck. Honestly, I think an ace needs to be that hammer. Um, It needs to be able to get those kills to put damage on targets whether it be two, three, maybe even a flat-out kill. Um, it needs to be pretty much the center of your list. You need them to be the the center point that you build around. Um, you know, somebody like Vader who can, like I said, he has those three fours. He's able to go in with, like, minimal uh abilities yeah you're pro- or minimal mods yeah you're gonna need to usually focus uh spend a force to get a focus but target lock focus you still have two force um you know somebody like recoil he nails that double reposition which causes him to stress which helps trigger his own ability how many other ships can do that and before you say anything that is on the list of things we're going to talk about um Quick draw. How many times have you saw have you seen quick draw on the table and went, I need to get him out of here, or I don't want to shoot at him flat out? He is the biggest gun on the table nine times out of ten. If that is not ace level, like just I'm I'm trying not to swear. Um (laughs) if that if that is not big bleep energy. I don't know what is. I mean, you either shoot at him to get him out and get his ability gone, or you just don't even touch him and try and go for everybody else and leave him out on his own. You need that big gun that people are afraid of, that people are either going to just focus dead set on and forget about everybody else, or are just going to leave alone. And that can, and that leaves them to absolutely rip people apart. There's my two cents. So I I just want to say the the hammer part is like a really close to an ace. 
to me. Like the the they almost look like aces. But I I have a for me an an ace in this game is a very small category. Uh, I'm maybe not even ten ships, ten pilots in this in this game are aces. Uh, The more I say that Soontir Fell is the ace in the game and everyone else is just pretending, literally, I believe it more. Like, there's not many other ships in the game that really do what he he can do. Like, he just lives and just wrecks space. Like, not in the way that, like, Vader wrecks space, because... Raider get, Vader gets in your face and he's going to kill you before you can kill him. That's the way he kind of rolls. And uh, that is less ace-like to me. It's more just a big bleep energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think anyone's going to say that Vader doesn't have that. Uh, or Wedge doesn't have that. Or, hell, Recoil has that. But... Yeah. I think I, I think I'm, I think quick draw recoil yeah they fit in that 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 category. That that sort of I I, I really like Chuck's term the hammer. Um, mm-hmm. I I think and I think it's a valid category. These aren't bad ships. They're amazing. You're right. You build a list around them, but they're not aces. But okay. see, that's the point. Why I call them hammers because you have an amber a hammer, but you have to hit that hammer against something and we call it the hammer and anvil uh, for obvious reasons. So you can't just take Vader and put him with anything and call it the anvil. Like he has to have something substantial next to him that he can hit off of. If you under like a mini swarm works, uh, two other ace, another ace and a, and a shuttle. But like, you can't just be like, Hey, Vader go out with a random Imperial junk and win because Vader's going to carry it. He's going to go out and kill stuff. But he's he's swinging that hammer wildly, he, like. Yeah, and I think I think Chuck, I think that makes a lot of sense because he, I I think that's the the I think these hammer ships make everyone turn focused towards them, that you know it, it it ends up actually being a disadvantage for them. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. So. We, it, it's so, interesting though. I I want to I want to actually highlight. I really like that we're coming back. We keep saying um, self-reliance, which I I think is is valid and was not. I would like to submit that as an addition to my definition. Okay. And and, and I'm, I'm jumping in again, just because I think that is to me, it is, it's a, it's a, such an important thing for this. Um, You know, uh, I, I hate to bring Wedge back up again, but just because Wedge Wedge is great when you surround him with a team that can make either give him a second mod or second action. He can't do it by himself. Uh, Luke, yeah. Luke, literally his only action if if he doesn't barrel is to target lock. He doesn't do anything else. He just he just target locks because he hits he hits just as hard, he hits really hard, and he, he's always going to have force. Um, so I think that's what kind of separates them for me. That that's like this big distinction. Uh, and you know, Luke is more self-reliant and Wedge doesn't have that. Uh, Vader maybe has that, but he will become force hungry. And when he loses too much force, he's, you know, he's definitely, he's not soon to fell out there then. 
Um, okay. Yeah. That's the big. That's my biggest problem with Vader. Is he? He will eventually become out on an island, and I don't think Aces let that happen. Okay. So, I guess we can all agree. Number one thing about what an ace should be is kind of plays well with others. You know, works. No. Maybe no. kind of works better in a group. No, 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 the no. Okay. The opposite. Opposite. Oh, okay, okay. They don't so, need anyone else. They okay. So self sustainability. We can go ahead and mark that up. Number one on the list: self sustainability. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I'm down yes. with that. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, so let's, uh, for the sake of time, let's just go ahead, uh, keep rattling off like a couple of others. See what we hit on, what we agree on. Um, cool. I know we we debated like. Uh, double repositions or uh repositions with mods uh kind of something else that they require i i think to sum that up would be action flexibility and i don't know how to really explain that besides but like they just that's more like maybe your chassis reliant like uh, allows you to be more flexible or you have the options to become more flexible i i think i think i see where you're going chuck things like uh the fact that uh fell in the in the interceptor can boost or barrel roll in either order whereas in uh trying to think what else like an a-wing can't do that they have to barrel roll first Right. So yeah. the interceptor is inherently more flexible, and I, I think you're right that that's an important uh, aspect to an ace. Okay, so flexibility, and, and, and it doesn't have to be the 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 reason. I, I keep going back to Poe because there's a list I've been flying with Poe that he just does what he wants, and um, <laughs> you can kit them. You, you can give them the ability to do whatever they want because the the T70 does not necessarily I mean it has the boost which is Nick brought up is important it, it has that natively you can okay. get the barrel roll um with the with the s foils or other ways but and then it has all the other actions you need and then Poe's ability himself gives him the flexibility in being able to do more than one thing like so yeah that i i I like that i like that term flexibility i think it's broad enough i think it's i think it's a pretty good definition uh of that you know ace ace feature i'm into it all right um so i know that we can go on all freaking night about what it is but let's Let's try and see if we can agree on one more thing um, as to what an ace needs to be. I know we kind of said um, those I-5s and 6 kind of help. I think we'll kind of meld that into the flexibility due to kind of positioning. Yeah, I don't think it's just I-5 and 6, and it's not just... um, Because I I was trying to, to pin this down when I was talking about Fen. And the fact that he is leveraging, or or Han, uh, leveraging leveraging that flexibility and a high initiative 
to care about final position. I think final position is really important for an ace. Uh, think about, I, I actually like um, high initiative CLT Jedi as aces as well. Anakin, Obi-Wan, um, even Plo, because they care about lining up that bullseye and they're going to leverage the flexibility of fine-tuned controls uh, to either boost or barrel roll in either order and still have their force mods. But somebody like Ahsoka at I3 isn't caring as much about leveraging that final position. Does that make sense? I'm, I'm trying. I know it's super long. I don't have a good way to condense that down. So if you guys can help me out with that. Um, I think final position would be great kind of having them be a little bit arc dodgy um, or something that kind of, I don't want to quite say they depend upon like Jedi or uh, Fell or even Guri uh, needing either bullseye or range one. Um, but I do, I do think final position uh, does help. Fen needs his range one. Guri needs his right. range one. Jedi need their bullseye. I so think I, Oh, go ahead, go ahead, no, no, uh, no, no. Okay, so I think I, I think the best way to describe this actually is controlling board state. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And and yep. here's why. All right. So an ace, an ace can go out there, and you know, and this is this fine line we talk. We're, we've I, I keep going back to hammers here, but um, but the you know they go out there. This this one portion of it is they dictate. You know, you might see literally someone not do like a two straight because they'll two bank and barrel. And they're like, maybe I'll stop you. And Fenrau's like, doesn't matter. And just gets in there <laughs> and blows up something. Um, you know, it, it, it's 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 one of those things where they do, they, you know, like if Han goes left or if Han goes right, that changes the whole game. That means my ships have to either chase him or now I got to disengage entirely. And he's either going around this rock. They really do. I think, I think they control the board state a lot, um, either with their positions or with their arcs. Um, so I, I, you know, I, that would be my wording for it. Right. I, I, I would say they control their board state, not necessarily the board. Like they don't necessarily have control of the board, but they control their own destiny. Or they, they, their control of their own board state forces other ships to react to them. No, I don't like that either. No, no. I I think just um, if we just simplify it, control, whether it be their own board state or the board state in general, I think if we can just narrow it down to control, that would probably the, be the uh, more I, simple way to define it. it. It may be an accurate word. I would avoid it because control means something very specific in X-wing. Controls, for, yeah. For, in, in most board, in most games control is like you're you know manipulating your opponent um but... right like tra tractor beams and ion cannons are control right right um okay so wait, so wait, wait. what do they throw that high the, the high agency yeah oh that's a high, high agency that's yeah. that's a new one basically yeah i i really like thank you chuck i really like that high agency they are. I don't exactly know how to use that term. It's that's um, <laughs> too that's too high high in English for me. <laughs> no, what what it, what it means is that they 
Some of us are simple in our vocabulary. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They have more control over their destiny than other ships do. Basically, they are more responsible for the outcome of their actions. They have more agency. Um, I like this definition of it. Sorry, is high agency person looks to bend reality to their will. (laughs) That's good. That's yeah. good. C- so can, I... can we go with that one? That sounds smarter than me. <laughs> no, I, I, I think high agency is a great word. Uh, I, you know, it can, you know, again, it's, it's, it's broad enough, but also it does give these good limits. No, I and, absolutely. And, I think that's that's great to have. And I, I, I like it because it doesn't necessarily the initiative plays into that, and we but it doesn't. I don't want to necessarily say like you have to be a f- I six in this game, because there's points in time where people like other pilots are going to get promoted to ace. Now, we're not going to be like you're an ace all the time, like assume tier fell would be, because he's an I six. But like if you roll into a match against nothing that's I three but I twos, and you brought your mace window. He's also he just got promoted to ace category. Like he's gonna go out there and have high agency. He's gonna be flexible and he's gonna be self reliant. So, okay. so could we call you know maybe that that's what we would define more as like the pocket ace, um, someone yeah. who's real close to being all hitting our ace definition but missing it out. Maybe they need a lot of upgrades to get there. They, or, they need, or a very specific set of it, circumstances. Yeah. yeah. They need more they need more circumstances to fall their way to hit this category. All right. Yeah. So before we move it's on. It's not necessarily a particularly set of upgrades. It's just they need things that aren't under their control to fall their way. Okay. So like before we move on, just want to make sure we're all in agreement. Uh an ace definition by committee, by the four of us, self-reliance. They have to have flexibility and that high agency, more control of their destiny, actions, or bend reality to their will. Are we in agreement? Yeah. I, I just want to bend reality to my will now. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I am in agreement, and, but I want to say I think this was not just us for it. It's also with the inclusion of the whole Steel City squadron themselves. We did get a lot okay. of great input that I think helped lead us to this conclusion too. So big shout out to the group on that. Yeah, big Absolutely. shout out. Thank you guys. Uh, I do appreciate the Except for the guys that said oddball. They just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> they do, just in their own way. Just just in their own wrong way. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. We do love you guys. Um, we can't wait to start playing with everybody again. Uh, time stamping, we still are in the COVID-19 situation. Uh, we are on, hopefully, fingers crossed, the tail end. We'll see. Uh, so, moving on. We're going to call this one the Mark Your Mods. So we are going to take an ace, uh, whether that be from our list or from some other aspect, who knows where, and kind of talk about the cost of either adding survivability, its fav- their favorite toys, and possible wingmen to kind of help them out. 
Um, I have a list that I came up that Jack and I actually came up with, which is a lot of fun. Um, and we're going to kind of look at this from a list perspective. Okay. You guys cool with that? Do it. Yeah. All sure. right. Your, your call. So I can, this is, oh, go ahead. I'm, no, go I'm ahead. Chuck, you guys I was just say I can have a broad breakdown of some things that you probably would want in an ace, but you start. I'm okay. I'm I'm done hijacking. <laughs> you're fine. You're no, fine. Nothing, you're none right. of us are done hijacking. No, you're fine. You're not. I'll right. be back. Um. <laughs> so, uh, I've been flying a hollow with. This is either this is subject to change, but debris gambit or um, proud tradition. Which debris gambit gives me a red evade. If I'm not, where is it? If I'm not zero to one of an obstacle, um, which is great because if Hollow is able to dump off that that stress very easily, um, proud tradition. Oh, you! I'm shooting at you. You spent a focus. Oh, my focuses are red. That's fine. I can still dump off the stress elsewhere. Um, pattern analyzer, uh, which is great because it's able to help out with the all three of the red maneuvers those BA interceptors have. But here's the reason why I went with hollow and stuff that generates stress. Recoil is in that list. Um, and that is why he was in my ace list. Not only is he able to gain that stress from uh auto thrusters which after you perform an action you may perform a red barrel roll or boost action he's able to not only double reposition and get a mod or get a mod i should no 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 and get a mod um hollow is able to dump off either his own stress or a focus to help him out i have him with predator advanced optics and prockets um, which means zero to one. If you are anywhere in my arc, I get a predator reroll or I can fire a procket. And then I have somebody like Muse. Um, if you, where is it here? Uh, start of engagement, you may choose a friendly ship at zero to one. If you do, that ship removes one stress token. Although dumps off a stress onto Muse, Muse dumps that stress into the ether and therefore is no longer stressed. Um, which is a nice fun little thing. And then I just threw a Zeta out there. Both of those guys have advanced optics, which puts me at the, I believe it was the 197 mark. Um, other guys, Major Von Rig, Proud Tradition, Pannard Analyzer. Um, he's able to be that kind of double reposition ace along with get a mod with his ability um even though it's during the system phase it is still something that can disrupt your opponent and as i mentioned quick draw um you throw something like pattern analyzer afterburners collision detector special forces gunner anything that lets him take his regular action and link it to a rotate or anything to help him be a little bit more cagey um, is ace tier in my eyes, ace tier um, kind of 
ability or uh, that self-reliance that we uh, agreed upon. So it's, it's interesting because a, a bunch of the things you just called out are actually the opposite of self-reliance. Using well, that... hollow with recoil. Well, in that, and... in that, what I gave, uh, recoil would be the center point of the list. He would be right, what, right. what but, you build but he's around. not self-reliant. He can be with that double reposition of auto thrusters. Right, but he's in in what you just described, the list you just described. He's not self-reliant. No, he. Okay, so. <laughs> All right, so I'm kind of at a loss there. No, <laughs> in that particular list, no, he's not a hundred percent self, a hundred percent self-reliant. Um, he can piggyback off of Hollow, um, to feed him that stuff but the ability to have that action which would, could be a focus then the auto thrusters reposition to gain that stress to trigger his ship ability is kind of that in essence that self-reliance that you could fly him out there by himself or have him out elsewhere doing you know whatever I, I'm still going to... I'm picking another hill to die on. I'm, I'm going to say again, being I-4 is just not high enough. He might. We, we, we said we were going to talk maybe about pocket aces in the future. I think he's great for that category. I okay. just don't think at I-4 you can justify calling somebody a full ace. Um, guys weigh in on this. Like he, for, for me, that's a big, that's a big deal. So the... You know, I think I, I give you I give you the flexibility and I give you the self-reliance there. Um, he can, you know, I don't see the high agency. I don't see him dictating. Uh, he kind of reverse dictates things mm. out there. Yeah. Uh, may, uh, okay. may, but maybe that is maybe that is him with the high agency. I do believe there are a few I-4s out there um, that can fit our ace definition. Uh, but he like he's he's fringe for me right now i don't 100 percent see it but at the same time i get what you're getting at because of like something like predator you know you you take that stress and all of a sudden or like you you might not move not double reposition and i do like how hollow can pass it off and then yeah okay but that i mean that that goes the self-reliance side of things but the 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 idea that like you 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 get into someone's face and you're you're close by and they might actually get out of your arc because of the fact that you will get a reroll even with a stress and a focus that that's you know that can be very scary or your proton rocket off so there is this there is this high agency there but i think it's it's like just short for me uh for okay. recoil um hollow though hollow though is he's 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 the opposite <laughs> he has he has the flexibility he has the high agency he doesn't really have that self-reliance self because yeah. he yeah. he needs to throw things off um you know and, and, and since it's a must and the way that ship works he 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 loves throwing off his strain and deplete um i did find that debris gambit is a surprising maybe interesting feature for him to have because you take a red evade action 
and you're not getting rid of your evade, you get rid of your stress. So that's actually oddly weird. I would have disagreed 100% until I sat back and thought that through and a little bit. And looked at more. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I feel like these guys all kind of fit in, in this, in like that, our grayish area, but not, they're not 100% our ace, our committee ace definition, okay. personally. Uh, I mean, right, you're, well, I, I would say, just on the recoil front, you just the it's the wrong silencer pilot. Like if yeah. you went to Pilo, you're doing a lot more with a lot less. Like you're doing a lot more to make you you have a lot more things going on in the list. You have to work a lot harder with recoil to do what you could simply do with Kylo, I think a little bit easier what's interesting though is at recoil with predator proton rockets only is 66 points which is 10 yeah. points cheaper than kylo right now so that's actually you know that's pretty cool that the, you can pull off a five you know a five tack dice range one with a focus and a free reroll you're kind of like a a weirdly fearless kind of uh you know yeah. skull squadron i I do feel like though you're just you're falling into that that like subcategory we're kind of throwing some people into in that you're having circum you need circumstances to fall your way and then you're you're in the aces. So it's I, I would put recoil in that pocket ace or uh ace to B or circumstantial ace, whatever you want to call that category like definitely will have the chops in certain matchups but then you'll come into another matchup where recoil has absolutely zero agency in it in it you know what i mean all right well let's hear what you guys got i mean th this is not the drew show this is everybody's show so let me hear what you guys got i mean i can go if you guys want go ahead yeah. go for it. Oh, get it um so I keep bringing up Poe, and I, I you guys can shoot me down after this. So I hope oh, you guys brought it back. You guys brought a backpack because this Poe's heavy. So <laughs> uh, obviously you got the S foils. We put a heroic on him. You got Black One in the title as well. Uh, BB-8 is the droid using a full BB-8 and uh, a set of proton torpedoes. So that's a 92-point Poe, I believe, total. Um, but having all of that with the blue actions and his ability uh, himself, you really can do a lot of flexibility in places that he could end up without having to, like, totally go full-on, like, Daredevil after auto-thrusters, all the afterburners to maximize his i can go anywhere movement but you still get a lot of flexibility and you can if you don't want to get shot at that turn you don't have to be and you usually and you have a gun on them that if when you want to shoot somebody you can and you can bring the pain which is why i like them. yeah i think poe but, fits into that category of uh ships where you just pick a point on the board and you're like, I'm going to be there. So pulling off a Guri then. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, Guri, Guri is part of that category. Okay. Alright. Uh, I, I, you know what, and if you even want to slim him down a little bit, because um, I like the 72-point Poe of just marksmanship and auto-blasters, you know, I, mm -hmm. I feel like that his flexibility, you literally just keep your wings closed the entire game. And I've done that before, and he does, he really does kind of bend things to his will. Um, you know, and, and he's, you know, he's, his double actions is just such a threat. Actually, I, I do like to put R4 Astromax, so 74 points to give him those extra blues out there. Um, but yeah, um. Uh, I mean, there's there's multiple ways. Oh, there's you can there's definitely mul I, there's definitely multiple ways. I just I, I I had him built also. Like you know, that was who I had. I had two ships ready to go, and he was one of them. So that's why I wanted to jump in on that. <laughs> so so what I, Nick is saying is you you stole his thunder. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I, I like I like this version of Poe. Uh, I stick him in a list with. Uh, I didn't necessarily build this list, but. Uh, I've picked it up off the web list builder or whatever. Um, someone made it. It's good. So I, I, I stole it. Commandeered. You commandeered. I commandeered. Um, you borrowed but, it. You're giving it back afterwards. Maybe. Uh, you pair you pair Poe with a ZZ and a Kova. And a Kova's piece is there to just give Poe even more flexibility. He can do it himself. Uh, but you put Kova with Leia on it, and then, oh, oh, you can just... He doesn't have to spend his charges to do it. He can get coordinated or whatnot, so... Or better yet, do a 4K that's white. Yes. <laughs> um, or, or Italian, uh, or, yeah. or... or Yeah. I mean, the best... The, what I love doing... Uh, I, what I like trying to do is getting... Uh, literally turn one opening engagement you can fly poe fast enough and shoot torpedoes and, and just whatever they happen to fly like two forward so uh so that, last jedi opening sequence yeah i mean it, <laughs> it for me it fits the the poe dameron that we saw like he can this is like the poe we saw in the force awakens killing 17 tie fighters in 30 seconds or whatever <laughs> Like, so this is, so how, po, this is how he was kitted out. So Poe asking permission to jump into an X-Wing and shoot stuff? Yep. All yep. right, then. Uh, so, moving on. Do you mind if I jump in? Yeah. Jump? <laughs> uh, there's somebody we haven't talked about at all. Fun? Nope. Whisper. Curry. Whisper. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that's so, just... There, ah. I didn't want to bring up the silencers or not the silencers, the phantoms at all, because I feel like they're just dirty, cheap tricks. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to agree with Chuck on that one. The D cloak is, is it information? Oh, it's dirty though. It, it is. And that's, you know, fair. You know me. I love my dirty tricks. I fly scum, fly empire, yeah. but I fly the weird empire, right? Yeah, um, you do. So, I don't think there's a lot of debate whether or not Whisper is an ace. She's got I-5. She's got that decloak ahead of time. She can literally just candy cane turn and either dodge arcs or 
um, move sideways and shoot back at where she was. So Whisper, I think, obviously, you can throw the standard Whisper build, advanced sensors, juke, fifth brother, and that's awesome. It's expensive, but it's awesome, and there's a reason we're seeing it everywhere. You mean passive sensors? Uh, passive or advanced. Okay. Um, I like both versions. Um, the, I... the, fifth, the fifth brother passive, and I, I don't remember what the talent is. Juke. Oh, yeah, Juke. Juke still? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I'll, I'll even have to say this real quick though. We'll probably get we're, with the upcoming point change coming. You know, we might see Whisper change a lot with the upgrades she, she can take. But yeah. I think even even without those upgrades, the self reliance is still there. The flexibility is from the ship chassis. The high agency is from the yep. ship chassis. But the self reliance is still there, purely from the fact of if Whisper hits, all of a sudden she's sitting there with two of eight tokens, and you're like, ah, yep. oh, crud, um, not gonna hit I, you today. I, I... I will say, though, if if she loses a crew, it, it she's gonna take a hit though because that that be fine with that force, what is is yeah. really key for her to keep those focus tokens or yeah. those enemy tokens. Yeah, I agreed completely. Um, I I would hate to see them lose the gunner slot, both for old cannon reasons. Um, but also because I feel like it does give them flexibility. I, I hate to say it. I think Fifth Brother needs to be a lot more expensive. I hate to say it because he, I love him. But his ability is so good and his ability as a gunner is so good. Right. Uh, yeah. But where Absolutely. I think the interesting conversation is with Phantoms is what about Echo? Ace. I, she she's an I four, and I know I know I've been very vocal about like I don't think most I fours can be an ace. I think she is. Well, I I think those. I'm gonna say this about I'm gonna say this about both Whisper and Echo. Per definition, they're gonna probably. I mean, they are. Uh, they have their self reliance. They have flexibility. I would say that. Echo even has more flexibility than Whisper. Agreed. Uh, and they can really bend reality to their will. Yeah. With, yeah. with the cloaking. But I'm not going to feel good about it because <laughs> <laughs> they have a dirty, cheap trick that only they do, pretty much. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to go with but, Chuck on that one. That but, cloak is a dirty trick. That's, um, that's fine. Uh, we agreed on a definition. We did. And we just we these fit that definition. Fit it great. They do, but it's I. Hey, uh, hey we, we don't have to feel. Look, we don't have to feel good about what just came out of committee. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I think they it, deserve an ace with an asterisk. Because I was going to say that same thing. Yeah. I yeah, was, like I was ace... say the same thing, and I was like, "Hey, Dan, you have your hills you're gonna die on. I'm fighting for them." <laughs> yeah, I, I think they deserve to be in the ace category with an asterisk solely because of that cloak ability, that cloak decloak. Yes, I mean that gives them the self reliance, the flexibility, and the high agency, but it's a ship ability. That's yeah. And I mean, that lets them be anywhere on the freaking board at speed two. Yep. So yeah. there's the asterisk cloak. But but for our definition, I would say both 
are aces. Yes. Uh, then but... I'm satisfied. I, I'm on the hill. I can be dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you're I, not I, dead yet on that hill. I, I'm going to go up on my hill here. All right. Oh, boy. And I'm still throwing Boba out there as an ace. No. You're dead, Nick. You're you're you don't even make it to the top of the hill. Bull crap. He is <laughs> no, down. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on, hold on. All right, with he is he, with one upgrade, he becomes super flexible. Okay, and that's slave one. All right, which is his upgrade. It is yeah, it's his. So it should be on him, and it's only one point. So he's really an eighty-six point ship out there, sitting at an I five. And he can, he dictates the game. You've put, Bo, we, we talked about this. You put Boba out there. You're either engaging Boba because you think that's the best target. You have to kill him now. Or you ignore him because you know you're not going to kill him now. But maybe you can hurt him later. And or it, when everyone else is dead. And he literally can have so many just, you know, he has wingmans that he can pick, but he is just there. And he's so self-reliant based on getting into the, into range one. And it is completely just, he just dictates the game for out there. And that's why he's an ace. He, he fits our definition so well. And, and even if you don't, even if you don't take, um, uh, slave one on there like you have to put a naked boba out there for whatever reason he can just s fly right into people and be like i'm okay with this so he's he's my he's my medium base ace out there i honestly though he's reliant on that range one though and but that's fact, only that that's only in the but that's so self-reliant because it's only based on him it's not allies Right, but that's also relying on your opponent. Well, Sunterfell based on is based on your opponent. Okay, I honestly, I would, I personally, I put Boba in that pocket ace category. He is an ace under circumstance. No, he's he's a hammer. He is he is taking as much damage as he's giving. He goes in with Vader. And with Wedge, yes, he is dominating the board because he's half your goddamn list. Damn it, guys! I'm sorry, my mouth. Um, <laughs> uh, but he's like he's half your list uh, in a way that he has to be. And whether I don't know, he's just like he's taking as much damage as he's giving, which to me is just not. Yeah, but we but, but let's, let's end up including that. I I know I'm 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 reviewing my words as I'm saying them, which is why I'm <laughs> stumbling over them. Um, You're I'm pulling you up on this hill with me. I'm pulling you up. No, I don't want to be there. <laughs> no, it, but he does. Uh, like uh, honestly, not even just our definition. Like what separates him for me from from Vader and Wedge is like Vader. Vader, I believe, will drop out of his self-reliance entirely just because of the fact that he, he uh, and his flexibility uh when he loses all of his force uh and wedge is not self-reliant we know wedge isn't self-reliant he loves teammates uh so that's that's why that's why they're missing our ace definition and maybe are, are, are hitting our hammer definition more uh 
but what but boba's there he's he's right there on the uh in the ace category for me i i still gotta say no on that one i i I really do i i i don't i guess i could be a tiebreaker but help me out uh, i I, unfortunately nick i might have to side with dan on this one well at least it's not true (laughs) (laughs) well i i i I guess you could say drew too but there we go i put him in the hammer category more than he could kind of go in the pocket ace category too because i just find that fire sprays can get manhandled yeah yeah um yeah sorry nick you're up on that hill alone buddy that's fine all right. right. Maybe maybe but, we'll maybe after this episode drops, we'll make a we'll make a poll. So we'll, we'll make a poll. Is, we'll see what people think. How about that? This is where I can't decide whether he's a pocket ace or a hammer or or both. It might be just both, and just shy of being an ace because, given the right set of circumstances, he could be an ace. I mean, we're seeing him right now. Well, no, I guess not right now, but before. Uh, he, I mean, he's the hot virtually shit right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if. if there's nothing if there's nothing that much above him fighting then he's an ace like he can do ace things but once you get like a another pilot like a Suntir fell or even uh um uh, maybe even some of them first order uh tie baron tie fighters but things that just can be like oh you you went there let me just barrel roll boost up oh, i'm on, i'm in your side arc now so oh and I'm gonna hit you with three dice. Roll your one die or two dice or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, he can get manhandled by certain things, but he can also be in. He can do it, but he just comes up short. And most of the time, he's gonna be hammering, like Dan says. He's gonna just all offense. He's all offense, and. I'm out there to kill as much as I can before I die. All right, I disagree, and, and it's, but it's, I'm. I think. I think. I think we need to keep going, though. <laughs> just, yeah, just, um, just, a, just a final anecdote on on Boba in particular and Suntir. Rhett reminded me when I when I started talking to him about what we were going to talk about today. He was like, "Remember that amazing game where we had an end game one hull Boba against one hull Sun, one hull Suntir, and I couldn't with I was flying Boba." And I couldn't get shots on him because Suntir is an ace, and Boba is not. Mm. Mm. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change up Boba conversation. That, that <laughs> is sad. I'm gonna throw out a couple weird ones that we probably aren't even thinking about. All right, and, well, and- Chuck, Chuck, for the sake of time, just make this one quick, bud. Well, we don't have to go in depth. But he was. Yeah, just make it quick, man. Cornhorn in any wing. Not an ace. No. no. Hammer. No. Straight up hammer. Hammer. Um. Another quick one. Where did I? Where did I go? Just because it's the closest, the the closest thing they have. Sunfox for the separatist. Oh God, no, no, no! Sunfax is an ace. No, he is not. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He can no. do it by himself. 
No, he can't. Sun, Sunfock is the most acey ace in the game. And I, I don't mean that as in he's a better ace than anyone else. I mean, he has the most strengths of an ace and the most weaknesses of an ace. I, and yes. they're just all the way out to the extremes. If he fails at what he's trying to do, he just blows up. He is 82 points with one single upgrade. And that's all he needs. And listen here. He can literally run into him. You can he can just you can be like, I'm gonna set up a block, and he's like, That's cute, and I'll put you on that rock. And it just he just doesn't care. And, you know, there's he has no penalty other he, he does not like crits. Yes, losing an action does hurt. But he's if you're even if you make that mistake, you most likely don't have enough shots on him that you're going to take him off the board in one round. And he he is so deadly out there. He 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 literally bends the board to his will while he's on the on the field and he just doesn't need anyone else out there. No, all, all, all the other ships are distractions. No, he needs people out there because he there's no way with a single bullseye arc, like primary arc, there's no way he can do it on his own. He needs those people that can capitalize on the people no, on he doesn't. the way. No, when I play, when, uh, the better players line up the bullseye, a bad a Sunfac player literally just needs the, the turret arc all game. And they're just like, that's cool. I'll roll four dice into you. And it hurts because you're, you're minus one agility. I, you know, I, I'm climbing that hill. I am dying on it. Sunfac is by not yourself. Ace. Yeah, I he will is climb that ace. Mount Everest. It, it just it just ace. erupted and the lava spewed over top of you, and now it's taller. You uh, know what? I will Pompey <laughs> that, and I will still be on that mountain. <laughs> so, Chuck, Chuck, you were about to follow up. I, yeah, I was going to say, um, Drew. I was going to go with you on this one. But these oh. two convinced me otherwise. Ah, yes! Traitor! <laughs> no, they actually have compelling arguments. I was going to say that Sunfalk is the ultimate support ship in the game. Like, he's got ace defense with, like, the best support you can possibly give in this game. But, I mean, they are right. Like, you can just throw four dice out your turret arc. Like, he can still hit... Um. He's going to play a much slower game because he's going to rely on not getting shot at more than any other ace. And uh, the argument that Dan said is, is he's the aciest ace is what sold me because it, it is like he's going to he is like doubling down every turn, like every hand of blackjack. He's like double down like it, uh, it, it, he's because he's got to get out of arc and tractor and do this tractoring stuff and you got to do it right and if you mess up he's gonna go away real quick <laughs> so but with what you just said there with him going away real quick that is not self-reliance that is just no, no, no that's just, it, it, it is self-reliance because he he but it it's it's actually like becomes player skill at that point right like Suntir, if you bump wrong with Suntir and don't get your bullseye, it's it's a dead Suntir, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, like every... the, that's that's the and that's kind of like if you mess up your turret with Sunfac, you're 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 really hurting yourself. Uh, but that is, I think, by if you know looking at it ship only or the pilot and ship only though, 
he's he fits this our definition so well uh and for a good reason <laughs> <laughs> all right well for the sake of time we're gonna have to end that argument there um i still think you guys are wrong but i digress uh so just to wrap up today's episode we're gonna go back and take a look at who we picked at the beginning of the episode as to who our aces were and see if they fit that definition of self-reliance flexibility and that high agency um vader for me not really no he's he has that kind of self-reliance but he loves having friends out there that can kind of pick the scraps um he he does have that flexibility but at the cost of force which cuts into his survivability high agency it's vader on the table you either got to go after him or you don't so he doesn't quite fit all three of those definitions for me so i'm going to have to say vader no recoil actually yes um the silencer is a nice strong ship so he gets that reliability or that survivability i should say um he's out he's able to be out there on his own double position or even uh action modify his shot and still get that um that stress with auto thrusters and he kind of has that high agency um ability where he's able to bend the board or bend reality to his own will so i say yes for him at an i4 quick draw come on he he has that self-reliance he has his own built-in ability to get that bonus shot um he's the biggest gun on the table normally at every given at any given time he has so much flexibility with he can even regen that shield to get his ability back so i say yes uh quick draw um, I, I strongly disagree on quick draw yeah okay I, i'm the opposite for quick draw i think he fits our hammer category more that, yeah, that's exactly where I was going to go Hammer? with him. Okay. Um, Nick, what you got? Lando. Uh, okay, it's Lando is a he. I think he's iffy. I'm not going to call him an ace yet. I think I need some more um, practice with Lando. But he has some good self reliance. He can double action, which is awesome. Uh, I don't think the high agency is there for him though. Kylo Ren. Yes. All right. Pass the mods. Uh, you know, he, he might be suffering from like his grandfather with a force issue, but his ship chassis is so much better than the V uh, the, the X one, in my opinion, in terms of it, the double reposition, having both actions available. Uh, so that's what sits him for an ace for me. Uh, Han Solo, definitely an ace. Um, I, you know, he, he's self-reliant, you know, he just, he, he, he can, he can, you know, he has that high agency and he also has that flexibility. Uh, I mean, he really had that flexibility before they took off uh, some of his toys, uh, <laughs> which for good reason. So uh, we're glad. I think he's had a reasonable self, uh, flexibility now. All uh, right. Just uh, to jump in on, on Nick real quick. I think yep. because you picked two Falcons there and you went over Lando and Han, I think you got it right. I think Han's the ace because his ability let's has has his has that in the back pocket where lando he's got he's got a really good ability too 
but like you have to make sure you're doing things right so his agency isn't always there like right if you bump with him he doesn't trigger and he he really suffers um, yeah and it, so, yeah so uh, that's where he loses his agency uh in my opinion uh, plus, he definitely needs a, quite a number of upgrades to get him there. Well, definitely one, which is nine nub. Uh, uh, but yeah, he's he's like so close, but not at the same time right now, yeah. for me. And, yeah. and it's funny we didn't we didn't talk about her at all, but I think Leia and the Falcon is the exact same position. I would agree with that one hundred percent. All right, um, future episode we will do a deep dive on a lot of these, um, just because of the fact that there's seven factions. We can make a whole episode arguing over one single faction. So, uh, Dan, I mean, we did a whole we did a whole episode on just Falcons. So, <laughs> yeah, we did a whole episode on just, just Boba. Falcons. We did, yeah, and just Boba. So we could do a whole episode on just who is an ace in one particular faction. Uh, Dan, is Sutir so, Fell still the textbook definition of an ace? Yes, he is. Okay, there's a picture has... there in the dictionary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, he has the agency, he has the uh, the flexibility, and he has the uh, the self reliance. I think Fen is in exactly the same position as all three. I mean, right. I mean really, Sumtir is is what you look for. Like, let's like uh, when we like, started this, I, I think we all were like, "What does Sumtir do?" Like, right. that's kind of where I started. What did he? What is it so special about Sumtir? What does he do? And that's where I built my definition from. So, like. He really is the ace of legend. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chuck, your boys. Um, uh, I did Poe. I think he still fits. Uh, he definitely needs kitted out, but I mean, it's mostly self, self attached upgrades, but I, I think he still fits. Uh, Anakin in the Delta, I think still fits. I, I, I'll, you really, I, Anakin in a 7B. I'll clarify it there. Uh, see, see, I was actually going to flip that on you. I was going to say I think he's more AC with CLT than seven B. Uh, I can. I, I almost. More, I almost I, say I. I agree with Dan there. I think he's more hammerish in the seven B. He can be AC because of the fact that you can put a lot of other upgrades on there for him. But if it was CLT only versus seven B, I I choose CLT version as an ace over seven B personally. Yeah, I, I think. Mean, I think Anakin, he's just more. Uh, Anakin CLT more like a scalpel, seven B definitely a sledgehammer. I just think he's more cagey as a CLT, but I can understand that argument. I okay. can totally get that. Um, and just to clarify it, let's. I'm going to break this down. So oddball in a V19, he is not self reliant. He has about <laughs> zero flexibility. Uh... And his agency is next to zero. So he does not classify as an ace. Sorry, Alfred. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, but, Legions. But, but, Hold on. He about... is pretty self-reliant. He can do one action and get two out of it if everything else is going his way. <laughs> so he may be an ace under certain circumstances. Pocket. That, that is great area pocket. We're going to put that asterisk in a bracket and parentheses. <laughs> you know what? Down. You know what? I will roll with that. I will allow that. Uh, so there you go. Uh, we have a definition of an ace of self-reliance, flexibility, and that high agency. Um, and honestly, 
anybody who listens, I hope that kind of helps you try and figure out, you know, kind of who's more of an ace, who isn't. Uh, hopefully in another episode or two, or, you know, who knows? We'll make this a whole series. Um, we'll eventually go over a pocket ace and we'll eventually go over every single faction, all seven of them, to find out who is an ace in that faction that matches that definition, which which will more than likely end up doing uh, platform by, fl- by platform. So that way we can literally sit there and just go balls to the wall, screaming at each other, name calling, you name it, we'll do it. Um, really important question for that episode how many f-bombs am i allowed no one we're only allowed (laughs) one so So whoever uses i got i got a lot of editing just to let you know guys (laughs) yeah so we are still allowing ourselves only one f-bomb per episode and dan screwed us out of that one for this dan keeps taking them (laughs) yeah Sorry, it's my high agency, guys. Oh, <laughs> bleep your high agency. See, I'm even editing myself. Bleep your high agency. Uh, so that will do it for us. Again, I'm Drew. This is Daniel. I'm Chuck. And I'm Nick. And you're listening to the Steel City Squadron podcast. See you in the next one, guys. It's a trap. Thank you again for joining us today on the Steel City Squadron Podcast. Intro, outro song, Star Wars Trap Music by Trap Music Now with edits by our own host Chuck. Ending ad song, Welcome to the Show by Kevin McAloy. For more information, see the show notes or visit us on the web at anchor.fm slash Podcast. You can contact us at SteelCityPod. Best way to support the show is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you.